guys, I'm Lucy, and you're listening to Short Stories for Kids, the magical podcast of storytelling. I wonder what adventure awaits us today. Cecilia's school was very much like any other school. It wasn't terribly special, but neither was it particularly awful. Cecilia, though, liked it very much. The only thing Cecilia didn't like about it was Mr. Horngaggle, the janitor. He was a dreadfully grumpy fellow who didn't seem to like children very much. You could rely on Mr. Horngaggle to shout at you for being too noisy or grumbling loudly about the mess the children made or to give you a foul stare if ever you had the misfortune to meet his eyes. Mr. Horngaggle was quite possibly the oldest person that worked at the school, and Cecilia and her friends wondered if one day they'd arrive at school to discover he'd retired and gone to live in Florida. Sadly, every day, they found this wasn't the case. Now, this might all seem a little unfair on Mr. Horngaggle. After all, he was just doing his job. But there was one other thing he did that made him very unpopular indeed. Because Mr. Horngaggle had a habit of confiscating things. One day, Cecilia had been sitting with her friends admiring a fluffy purple monkey. Ava had brought him in that day. No toys in school, barked Mr. Horngaggle, marching over to them. I'll take that, and he snatched the monkey from Ava's hands. But please, sir, began Ava, on the edge of tears. Enough of that, snapped Mr. Horngaggle. You should have known better. Cecilia also saw Mr. Horngaggle take a set of Pokemon cards from Finlay Weber, a tennis ball from Poppy McKenzie, and a Batman comic from Tyler Estick. And there was the time she'd brought in her pink frame sunglasses. She'd put them down on the lunch table. But when she went to pick them up again, they'd gone. The only person who had passed by her was Mr. Horngaggle. If he'd taken them, he didn't say. Cecilia hadn't seen those sunglasses since. The way the children dealt with Mr. Horngaggle was to stay out of his way. If Cecilia and her friends had something personal that they cared about, they either kept it out of sight or just didn't bring it in at all. That way, Mr. Horngaggle stayed out of their way, and they stayed out of his. This was all very well until the day Aidy Gupter spilt a bucket of water over the classroom floor. The water had been intended for a science project, but was now seeping into a pile of textbooks, and so Cecilia was dispatched to find Mr. Horngaggle and his janitor's mop. Mr. Horngaggle had a room at the back of the school, loaded with equipment and supplies. It was only ever a place Cecilia had seen at a distance. She'd never been inside before, until today. The door was open as she approached, and her walking pace slowed considerably as her nervousness got the better of her. Hello, she called out quietly. Is anyone there? 
Mr. Horngaggle. But there was no reply. Cecilia walked up to the desk that Mr. Horngaggle used. An ancient computer and a dusty flat screen monitor sat on it, behind which was an empty chair. Beyond that was row after row of shelving. She peered carefully through the racks, hoping to spot Mr. Horngaggle amongst them. But without any luck, against the wall to her left stood the mop. The question was, should she take it or wait for Mr. Horngaggle? She glanced towards the door, a confused mix of hoping to see the janitor and wishing she didn't. When she looked back at the mop, she realized there was something on the floor between her and the wall. A mouse! And it was looking at her. Hi, said Cecilia softly. She knew it was ridiculous talking to a mouse, but this one seemed interested in her, and she was always nothing but polite. What are you doing watching me? she asked. By way of reply, the little rodent scampered across the bare concrete floor and stepped beside the end of the first rack of shelving. Here, it turned to look at her once more. What are you up to, little one? she asked. The mouse disappeared past the first rack before returning once more to look at her. Are you trying to get me to follow you? Cecilia wondered out loud. Her curiosity got the better of her, and so she followed. She trailed after the mouse to the rear of the storage area, where the last of the shelving was in darkness due to a faulty lighting strip overhead. But there was some light there. At floor level was a rectangle about half the height of a washing machine and lined with a soft white glow. The mouse hopped right through it. Cecilia realized she was still looking at a room very much like the one she was now standing in. But through the rectangle, it was better lit. The mouse stood on the other side and watched her. You want me to come through there? said Cecilia. Through that portal or whatever it is? The mouse backed away a little to give her room. Well, okay, she said and crueled forward. Strangely, she now appeared to be back in the storeroom where she just left. But the lighting was different. All the bulbs glowed an orangey yellow rather than bluish white. And she realized the objects on the shelves were different too. At least the packaging was. Creeping quietly back past the shelves, she really wasn't sure whether this was Mr. Horngaggle's room or not. It wasn't quite right. And then she saw the desk. There was no ancient computer or flat screen monitor on it, just some folders and a newspaper. Cecilia could see the headline, but that wasn't what was catching her eye. She bent down for a look and gasped. The date on the paper was 50 years ago. Somehow, by following the mouse, she'd ended up 50 years in the past. Looking about her, the mouse was nowhere to be seen. But she did see something else. A door. A door in the wall where, 50 years from now, a mop would be resting. Except, 
There was no door there when she saw the mop. Of that she was certain. Why would anyone get rid of a door? She asked herself. It had a round brass handle, which she reached out and took a hold of. With a twist, it clicked open. She gave it a gentle push, and the door revealed a set of wooden steps going downwards. It's right through here, said a voice from somewhere down the corridor outside. Cecilia's stomach flipped, and she panicked. Moving quickly, she darted onto the first wooden step and pulled the door up behind her, leaving a thin sliver to look through. And just in time, too. Into the room strode a smartly dressed woman with her hair piled on top of her head. This is the janitor's office, she said primly, with the equipment storage behind, of course. Of course, said a second voice. And although Cecilia couldn't see him yet, she knew that voice instantly. It was Mr. Horngaggle. He walked into view, taking in the surroundings. Very nice, he said. Very nice indeed. It took a moment for Cecilia to see it, but when she did, she nearly squeaked with shock. It took all her might to remain quiet and hidden, because the Mr. Horngaggle she was looking at, the Mr. Horngaggle from 50 years ago, looked exactly the same as the Mr. Horngaggle she knew 50 years later. Then I take it you'd like the position, said the lady. I would, nodded Mr. Horngaggle, and then he did something Cecilia had never seen him do before. He smiled. And I can start whenever you need me. Oh, wonderful, said the lady. Follow me back to my office and we'll get the paperwork sorted. Cecilia waited for their footsteps to fade down the corridor before emerging from her hiding place. What had she just seen exactly? Was this Mr. Horngaggle's first day as a janitor? If so, why did he look the same as in 50 years' time? It was all terribly strange. Suddenly, something ran across her shoe, causing her to jump. The mouse was back. Do you know what's going on? She asked the little creature. But if it could reply, it chose not to. Instead, it ran for the shelving again, and Cecilia followed. She followed it all the way back to the storage area's last batch of shelving, to where the rectangle still sat upon the floor. Are we going back through? Cecilia asked the mouse. It ran into the future, and Cecilia went through after it on her hands and knees. End of part one.